0: You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. Hey guys, Coach Ben here, and you are listening to uh, The Benchcast. And I'm your host coach ben Uh, in my career i've been able to work up to an 820 pound bench in competition i've been able to coach lifters around the world um, and have a hell of a time doing it you can follow us at big benches on instagram we've been putting out bench content for over four years now uh, and thank you for listening to the BenchCast. If it's your first time listening to the podcast, shoot me an email. CoachBen at BigBenches.com uh, Let me know what's it's your first time listening, how you like the podcast. And I will send you a free copy of our Top 20 Bench Cues. This is something you're going to want to get your hands on. There's a lot of great info there with picture illustration. Uh, and it's all yours absolutely free just shoot me a message can't be any simpler than that you know i want you guys if it's your first time listening hey even if you've been listening for a while i want you guys to benefit um you know all the time you know i always want to provide value info that's what it's all about impacting more lifters and that's our mission so please shoot me an email so i know where to send your copy uh, and i will be happy to do that Today, guys, we are talking about specializing in the bench press. Uh, This is something that uh, I guess I'm more known for. Um, You know, it was a span of time between my last full power meets. Uh, I I just competed again in full power in uh, this past December. But before that, I went about a solid two and a half, I want to say, years, Maybe three years since I, I competed full power. Uh, so, in that time, I was specializing in, in bench press, if you say that. Um, you know, the only competitions I did were in the bench press, and I, I focused on bringing that lift up. Um, not that I wasn't training the other lifts, but um, during that period of time, you know, that's, that's, I was primarily um, known for benching. And uh, so you can say I specialized in the bench press for a period of time. And this is something that uh, I get questions about quite often. You know, should I specialize in the bench press or, you know, should I stick with this full power thing? And I think it comes down to where your goals lie and, and what drives you and, and some of your values. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think bench only is for everyone. Um, but how do you know when it's time to just focus on that lift You know, if you if you really just enjoy the process of benching Maybe your other lifts in the gym you, You're not having fun doing them They're um, not moving, you're frustrated There's a lot of things that could happen That would lead you down the road to thinking You know, should I just stick with this bench thing And, and really try to progress this lift And compete only in bench press So I'm going to go over that today All right so, it's important to note there's different levels of commitment when we're talking about specializing in the bench. Alright, so if you're committed to simply competing in the bench press, just the bench press, it doesn't mean you have to drop the other lifts. Not at all. Um, you know, this was, I'd say the category I was in, I was competing in the bench but I still did train squat and deadlifts Um, you know not to such a huge degree it wasn't my priority Um, it was really what could I do to bring my bench up Um, but there's those who will just compete in the bench but still train the other lifts there's those who compete majority push pull we have lifters on our team who really just compete push pull Um, so you know there's other ways to, to to go about it you don't have to completely eliminate the other lifts and bench only. There's a lot of ways to compete out there nowadays. Uh, So there's that competitive side. Hey, I'm just going to compete bench only, but I'm going to train the other lifts. Um, There's those who strictly only bench press. um, And that is particularly usually due to injury reasons uh, that they simply just can't uh, squat or they have trouble deadlifting. You know, usually due to injury related reasons. Uh, A lot of lifters who uh, reach out to me who, uh, whatever happened, they've had um, hip replacements or, you know, they've suffered knee injuries and they just don't have an interest right now. They're herniated discs. They just don't have an interest in, in squatting or pulling. They, they simply want to bench press. Um, and we treat those lifters a little bit differently because they're just trying to bring up one single lift. Uh, and I'll get into that a little bit too. So... Let's get into the reasoning behind wanting to make the switch to competing bench only. And one of these reasons, a reason it shouldn't be, a reason you should not switch over to bench only um, is lack of progress in the other lifts. All right, that shouldn't be a reason that you pursue competing in the bench only. Um, That is something you should be looking to work on that's it's not an easy way out all right just because your bench is making progress and your other lifts aren't is not a reason to switch over to bench only you know i hate to be the one to break it to you but that's when you have to buckle down and try to push those other lifts because i tell you what there's going to be a period of time where your bench press is going to stall now what do you do especially if you ditch the other lifts And you're competing bench only. Listen, you're gonna go spans of time when your bench just isn't moving, and you're just not seeing that progress in competition. It's gonna happen. Happens to us all. Happened to me. It definitely there's there's been years where I just haven't really pushed any numbers on the bench. Uh, That's what happens. You stagnate for a while, you know. But then you can come out of it in a big way. But listen, if you're switching to bench only as a as a caveat to get out of training deadlift and squat then you're going to have a really rough time once your bench stops progressing because that type of person who is going to try to take the easy way out of progressing lifts that are struggling, once you hit that plateau and you haven't been training other lifts, there's nowhere to go. You're frustrated and you're likely going to quit out altogether. Okay, So that is not a reason that you should switch over to competing um, specializing in the bench only. All right, as uh, a one factor could be time commitments, right? It's very well could be a time commitment. And that's that was a major thing for me uh, when I started specializing in the bench press and I kind of left my full power stuff behind. Is I just didn't have time. Yeah, you know, I was coaching at the gym morning, night, and that was the majority of my week. It was it was just surrounded through coaching and um, you know working on our brand of business and. I simply could not find those to, you know, provide me the assistance I needed in my sessions. You know, I, I didn't feel like putting over 800 pounds on my back without someone to pull the bono lift or to spot me. It just wasn't a smart idea. And, uh, you know, I, I was like, well, I'm having a really hard time finding people to help me out for all these sessions I need to be in my equipment. Um, you know, it's it's easier for me to train bench only at that time because finding people to help out with my shirt every now and then wasn't as hard as trying to find people uh, multiple days a week on a a regular weekly basis. Uh, So there was definitely a huge component of the schedule. Uh, My schedule, it didn't really allow me to train how I wanted to train, uh, and sure, I might have been able to find ways to work around it, but it wasn't conducive to me at the time. So uh, I definitely understand when you have time restraints and or, you know, your schedule just doesn't look optimal um, to for, for your training. And that might be a reason to specialize in a bench. Uh, and this is more so for equipped lifters than raw lifters. If you're a raw lifter, you usually can work around it. Uh, you know, there's there's times that equipped lifting, you just, you can't. Listen, unless I have four people helping me out, I need two side spots, I need a handoff, and I need someone to hold boards. You know, potentially just three if I don't work with boards, but that's the equipped benching. That's equipped squatting, guys. Deadlifting can get away with, but you can't do this stuff alone when you train equipped. Raw lifters, sure, you can do more stuff on your own, but is it always safe to, you know, you want some people around, so definitely some time commitments, I totally understand that being a reason you specialize in anything, uh, enjoyment, all right, is, is the enjoyment there for you, that you just want to focus on benching, maybe you just love benching, maybe you're not really passionate about deadlifting or squatting, you really could care less, uh, you know, for me, I care about the, the squat and the deads and I love the, the really for me it's the grind of a full meat uh, that's something that I really missed that and that's what brought me back to doing full power again is I just loved the grind of a full meat you know there's so much things that could potentially go right or go wrong and and uh, it's just it's a long full day and you've got to be prepared it's literally going to war and that was something that I really missed and I really enjoyed um, but you know. If, training the the squat and the deadlift or competing in those lifts doesn't bring you enjoyment. You really enjoy the process of doing a single lift on meat day. Uh, and let me tell you, it's a whole different experience. It's uh, much easier, I'd say, to just focus on one lift. Uh, you know when you got to get ready. Uh, you don't have to worry about packing all these foods. You don't have to worry about Hydrating after every lift, and this and that, you know there's simply three lifts that day, super simple, and it's fun it's fun to have things very simplified uh you don't have as much on your plate to worry about that process is fun, you know, but also I found it fun to go through that full grind, so it's really what what brings you that enjoyment you know there's no rule here there's no there's no stigma of that. If you compete bench only, if you're a bench specialist, you're not a powerlifter. And that's something that gets thrown around a lot. Just because you specialize in a bench and you just want to compete bench only, listen, don't let other people's opinions affect what you do, okay? You're still a powerlifter if you compete and won the powerlifts. You know, you don't have to do full power to be an official powerlifter. You know, that's nonsense. Do what you want to do. Don't listen to the opinions of others um, you know it's it's plenty fine to just focus on one lift. That doesn't make you less of a lifter. all right. Um, Short, sure, it is an advantage I'd say to go into a lift and only focus on or go into a meet and only focus on one lift. Absolutely. you can't deny that that is a easier thing to do. It's easier for me to go into a meet and just bench and hit a really good bench compared to trying to put together a really good bench and a full power meet after squatting. That's just the nature of it. That's how it is, um, you know. Even just looking at the fact how early you got to wake up to get there sometimes for a full power lifter, as compared to bench only, where I always sleep in and I get to the meet right when I need to, um, you know, it's, it's a big difference there. But you know, it comes down to what do you enjoy? What do you enjoy, guys? If you enjoy that process, you like that simplified process, roll with it. If you find yourself, you could do that for a long period of time in. You know, you enjoy that. And like I said, you probably hit plateaus. But if you find enjoyment in that type of training and competing, and it's simple, it works with your schedule, that's that's the time you should specialize in benching. That's a great reason to have to specialize in benching. All right. So, like I said, you could train all the lifts and prioritize benching. You know, it's just that we're putting the priority on that lift but we're still training others, okay? And how how can we do that? Well, I'll tell you how. Uh, I have lifters who I coach who do that very successfully. Um, what we do with most of them is we have our three days benching a week. And it's important to know, if if you're a bench-only lifter and you're strictly only training bench, you're not training squat and deadlift, you know, we're gonna try to bench at least three, four times a week, All right, because the only thing tapping into your recovery is the bench work. We're not worrying about squatting. We're not worrying about deadlifting. We're not worrying about how that plays into our recovery. It's simply everything we can do to get better at benching, okay, as opposed to when it's a full power lifter, right? Every time we bench, taps into our recovery. We still have to squat. We still have to deadlift. So there's more to consider here, all right? But I'll give you an example. Some of our lifters prioritize, they train everything, but they prioritize the bench. They compete in the bench. What we do with them, three days benching, and we have one day where they're going to squat and deadlift. So they're going to hit both those lifts on a single day. They're going to be paired together. Usually it's a main lift. Uh, it's pretty relative to the, to the uh, competition movement. You know, it'll be like a back squat. And they'll probably hit that three by five, and then they'll do a deadlift variation and then two weeks later it might change it might be a deadlift prioritization where we're working on just regular deadlift right and then maybe it's a squat variation, maybe we're working with the s s b bar safety squat bar right so that's how that breaks down for a lot of our lifters who want to continue to squat and in deadlift, but they want to prioritize the bench all right. Uh, and I have a sample week for you. So, when it comes down to it, right, we might have the first training day is a high intensity bench session. All right, this might be your your top set type work. Maybe we're doing board work that day, and we're working up to three sets of two reps. You know, trying to work up to an RP nine. You know, something that's going to be pretty strenuous. So that might be on day one. Day two. It's going to be a recovery bench day with accessories. Okay. Um, Not that there's not accessories in day one, but we're going to prioritize more volume of accessories day two. Um, It's going to be more recovery focused in terms of what we're doing for bench work. So we're simply just trying to get a pump. You know, it's just going to be like a two by 15 or two by 20. And we're just going through the bench movement, but we're simply trying to get a pump in the upper body. Uh, thinking a little bit more like a bodybuilder still practicing the movement but using it as a a way to recover um, for the benching to come later in the week day three that's when we will do the deadlift and squat paired together and i already kind of talked about what you might expect on that type of day and then day four that's typically going to be a a, some kind of volume bench day Uh, or maybe we're doing a five by five Uh, you know maybe it's a 5x5 of a variation. We're doing a t-shirt press uh, or we're doing a close grip bench or we're using a cambered bar, you know, something like that. Um, maybe we're benching with a, I don't know if you guys have ever tried benching with a spider bar or like a heavily cambered bar where the weight hangs low. Uh, that is very difficult to do. That thing swings on you. A lot of stabilization involved in that kind of lift. So, you know, those are great opportunities to throw in a variation Uh, bench and hit that for volume all right so that's kind of a sample week breakdown for those who again want to prioritize benching but still want to train squat and deadlift which you can totally do and you can still make progress on your squat and deadlift all right so there's a lot of ways you can go about it all right bench only like i said all about maximizing your time spent benching so if you're serious about treating this as your only lift all right, this is all you're going to do, this is all you're going to compete in, then that has to be the bulk of your training, Okay. obviously. You have to try to bench as, as often as you can. But um, that doesn't mean go hard every time. Right? Definitely not. We can't train heavy every single day. But if we have four days to train, even five days to train, maybe some of that means just doing back work. Maybe some of that means um, really just doing a day to bring up your weak points. Maybe you really have to bring up your upper back. You know, that was the case for me. I was able to jump up 90 pounds um, this past summer this, from April to September. My bench went from 730 to 820 because I was able to bring up the strength of my upper back. Um, it was a glaring weak point. Maybe one of those training days is weak point training. All right. Maybe you have that recovery bench, like I said, you have a volume session, which is like uh, medium intensity, and then you have that high intensity day. There's a lot of ways to spin it, but the thing is you have to be in some way or the other focusing on what can I do to get my bench better and really maximize that time you have to train while also prioritizing recovery. Okay, so like I said, a back day, maybe you have a back day in there. But that might be something that you can't have when you're training full power. You're not going to do a back day before you go in and and deadlift, for example. You know, usually not too conducive for each other. But, um, you know, the the, training is going to vary depending on what you're doing, uh, what your goals are, and and what you're competing in, okay? Bench only uh, versus a full power competition, how are they different? You know, obviously it's it's harder to hit a big bench when you're training full power. So, if you had goals to really rank your bench somewhere, you know, if you wanted to chase a certain even say the federation record, let's say you're trying to make a uh and you know on a, with open powerlifting, openpowerlifting.org if you're not familiar with that, check that out. That is pretty much the ranking system now. You know, if you're looking to push your bench up, you're going to have a better time doing that in a in a bench specialized way. Like if that's the only thing you're competing in that day, you're gonna have a lot more success typically. All right, because it's tough. It's tough to put a good bench together in a full meet. You know, take it from me. Um, you know, it's it's I've never been able to bench more in a full meet as a comparative if I was just doing bench only that day. The fatigue of the squats uh always end up getting you. Okay, and just the mental wear of the competition in the day, it's very tough to be able to bring all the intensity you need uh, and hit a giant lift. You know, it's very different. I've hit 820 in bench only. I've hit 780 in full power. Okay, so there's it's not a huge drop-off, but there's certainly going to be a drop-off. So if your goal is to really push a big bench, and that's solely the goal, uh, you're not too worried about what you're going to do, squat, deadlift, you don't really care, push your total right now. You know, If that's your sole goal, then yeah, go and, and specialize in the bench for some time. Um, in terms of, like I said, the timing, the food prep of it, it's totally different worlds. You have a whole day ahead of you when you do full power for bench, you know when your flight is getting started, if you, you know, you know your flight, you know when to warm up, then you can come into the meet when you need to. Eat beforehand. You have plenty of time cuz the meat's probably going to start with squats and the timing's all different. You know, it's going to be much more convenient on you. You're just going to run through a couple flights and then you're done. That's it. All right, that you don't have much food prep required. I mean, you could fuel up before you even get to the meet. And then go right in there and start warming up. And then boom, before you know it, it's over. So totally different worlds. And like I said, I enjoy both. There's lots of benefits of both. Um, Good things, bad things. Uh, So that, you know, it's kind of where I'm at at least is my current strategy is I'm I'm splitting full power meets with bench only meets. And I, I think that's a great strategy. Anyone out there that really wants to push their bench. Uh, in ways that maybe they couldn't, competing full power, and still enjoy the grind of a full power meet. That's kind of where I'm at with that. Uh, Obviously, having a business built around benching, I want to prioritize benching. That is the lift I want to push. That's the lift I want to be known for. Um, And I want to lead by example for our team. So it's very important to me that I succeed in that area. So I do these bench-only meets. I prioritize the bench press. However, you know, I also enjoy the grind of being in full-power competition like I'm sure many of you do. You know, you don't want to strictly just switch the bench and not train any other lifts. I think it's a fantastic strategy to train the other lifts while you prioritize the bench and do a few bench-only comps. But that's, that's a great strategy, and you know, I'm, I'm sure it would benefit a lot of you in your current positions. Okay, and, and at the end of the day, guys. Again, to go back to it, those who tell you you're not a powerlifter if you just compete in the bench, it's absolute baloney, bullshit. You know that's it's ridiculous um, because it's it's a tough discipline in its own right. Okay, it still requires work. Just because you're competing in the bench and bench only doesn't mean you're working less hard like i said um where they focus on their squat and deadlift you have more time to recover more time to focus on your benching all right so it's just a different discipline okay and it it still requires the same work and effort uh, it's not a not a cop out it's not that you're lazy you know it's that's not a reason to switch to doing specializing in bench pressing okay like i alluded to before Lack of progress and, you know, just not feeling like training other lifts, that's not a good reason to switch over. Okay, so, guys, I I hope this podcast, you know, I want to keep it short but sweet, but I hope it, for those of you on the fence, I'm hoping that it kind of gave you good insight into when's the right time, you know, what are the the right reasons to do this, how are the competitions different? What's that aspect like? You know, I hope I've been able to provide you some insight. Um, you know, provide you a little thought provoking to um, to lead you in the right direction. You know, not for everyone. Especially the bench press is not for everyone, and you know, sometimes full power isn't for everyone. So finding your little niche where you're happy—that at the end of the day is what it's all about. Because at the end of the day. There's not many of us who are going to be top five competitors. We do this because it is a fantastic hobby. It's something that we love to do. Uh, you know, we are heavily involved in this sport, and we want to be successful. So, at the end of the day, do what you want to do. Do what brings you enjoyment. Okay, so, guys, I appreciate you listening. As always, again, Please email the Ben at bigbenches.com. It's your first time listening to the podcast. Please share it with a friend. Leave a five-star review. Appreciate it more than you know. Uh, we need to uh, have that podcast shared to expand our reach to more, impact more lifters. So I always appreciate that very much. And you have been listening to the BenchCast.